0: You're listening to the Cross Border Interviews with Chris Brown. Welcome to the Cross-Border Interviews with Christopher Brown. I am your host, Christopher Brown, and I am pleased and honored to have on our guests. That's right. Two guests, one show. It's a great moment in history when we have more than one person on the show at the same time. And I couldn't be happier to have them. I've been uh, listening to their stuff nonstop over the last week. So I'm assuming if you have algorithms that show a massive increase of listenership out here in Calgary, Alberta, that is me just to put that out there. And they are the uh, producers, writers, actors of Doorway to Nightmare. And that is Winslow Swan and Crimson Mackenzie. Swan, Crimson, thank you so much for doing this. It's an honor and a pleasure.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. It's an honor for us to be on the show. Well, I'm hoping we can get you some more Canadian fans after this episode because we have listeners from coast to coast to coast here. So I will be pumping that out as much as possible. But before we start, um, I I, let's let's do the roundtable introductions. We'll start with Crimson here. Crimson, who are you and what brings you to Doorway to Nightmare? I am
1: Crimson McKenzie, and. My bestie Swan brings me to the doorway to the nightmare. <laughs> I, we came up with this and it's it's been going and it's great. And I wouldn't be here without him. So.
0: So what's your role with the show?
1: Um. We go over the scripts together. I edit, and then we're both the actors and quite a bit of them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and-
2: <laughs> a lot of them,
0: yes. Swan, what about yourself? You, uh, before the, in the pre-interview, you said you were the writer, the, the writer with ba- bad grammar, but how do you come yeah. to Doorway to Nightmare?
2: Well, actually, it's a, it's a dream I had for about years. <laughs> um, I I started in radio when I was 16. as a disc jockey and an announcer Uh, and for years I grew up listening to the old radio shows from like inner sanctum and I grew up on radio mystery theater and one night I came over here we were just hanging out we'd known each other for quite quite some time and I got to talk and don't get me started on the old time radio because I could go on all night but which I think I did that night (laughs) I had the idea and the opening already in my mind. I told her, and you said,
1: write it and we'll do it. Wow. And that night has led to all of this.
0: <laughs> so how did how did you guys meet because Uh, I'm assuming you guys are friends and you guys have been friends for some time. So how does uh, uh, two people come together to create this kind of masterpiece? Because uh, I'm going to kind of blow smoke up your butts here, but I'm so enjoying them. It takes me back to, like you, I came from the radio days, the the radio theater. And I'm like, this is what I grew (laughs) up on. So how does a friendship like this even start to begin with?
1: We met, and I found out he was a writer, and I'm a writer, so that became a lifelong friendship to date. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm also dyslexic, so it takes me a little while to read, and he was like, well, I have audiobooks. <laughs> and I was like, what? And so he downloads his audiobooks, and he, I listen to them, and then I see him the next day, and he's like, so what did you think? I was like i fucking hated it and he was like he got I this mm. okay. and i was like no no i don't mean i hated it like that i mean <clears throat> the ending i wanted so more i wanted so much more i was like no you can't just leave me hanging like that <laughs> and from then on we were best friends
0: <laughs> yeah. wow um,
2: she um she's been great uh not, not just as a friend, but as a co-producer <laughs> of the show. Um, one of the best editors, when, when I was still writing and I still have a novel sitting on my desktop. <laughs> actually, we, we have two. We co-wrote one together. Yes. We haven't had time to go over editing because
1: we've been so involved with... It's the Doorway to Nightmare. The
2: Doorway to Nightmare. And when I I... I brought the first script to her which is called harvest and it was a few days later we recorded it no we did it that day we, did we do it that we day yeah we did it day. that day yeah and i put it all together i edited it and you were just <laughs> amazed
1: i was i really was it was great so and then you come back and you're like hey well i have another one i was like <laughs>
2: How do you do that?
1: <laughs> In one night, he has four other four other scripts to go over. And I was like, what? I thought we were doing one. Just yeah. one.
2: I, I think both of us are a little surprised that it has gone as far. I mean, I honestly thought maybe six good shows, and you know, we'll move on to something else. Well, here we are tonight, premiered the 50th show of yeah. Doorway to Nightmare. And on that note, we're spinning off another series called The Casebook of Sydney Chase, which we had already done two, episode, two two-part episodes within the Doorway to Nightmare series, but we love the characters so
0: much that-
1: Yes, we want to play off of them and yeah. it's fun. It's absolutely fun and great and we love it.
0: So for those who don't know, and for those who haven't listened to an episode, um, what is doorway to nightmare because we've talked about how it started but um for anyone spoiler alert if you know uh, a former guest of ours david mercer who's been on the show numerous times horror author uh he introduced us and this doorway to nightmare is spoiler alert nightmares in the name a horror radio show as well so how did the idea of a horror radio show come about I,
1: I have to give this one to you oh,
0: well <laughs> as I said as I said I
2: grew up listening and collecting old radio shows uh on everything I could find Cassette, eight track vinyl records whatever and uh listening to CBS radio mystery theater which started in the 70s um uh, huge fan I have all the shows now but um I wanted to do something similar because I always gravitated to horror. And, but I think that Doorway to Nightmare isn't just a in your face <laughs> horror, every episode is horror. We like to play around with different genres.
1: Mystery, thriller. Thriller,
2: and, uh, sci-fi yes. even. We, we've done a couple of sci-fi and, episodes.
1: And you do delve into the horror part quite
2: well. Yeah, part well. well. Uh, the one episode that comes to mind, she asked me to write a jump scare kind of episode. Well, you uh, know, in movies, that's easy to do. You know, if I the camera's coming up to somebody and all of a sudden they do mm. boom, you know, something <laughs> like that, you know, you're like,
0: for, anyone who's, listen- on radio. For yeah. anyone who's listening to this via the audio show and not our YouTube channel, they're going, "What did he just do? Did he do something yeah. funny? Did he do something scary?" Which I can imagine is quite. Wait a hard. minute. Let me show you this. It's
1: like one of those <laughs> grotesque faces that jump out at you on the screen. That's what he's trying to portray into the yeah story.
2: So, so I have now. I have to do it audio-wise, and. You haven't heard the show there is a little bit of a surprise in that first act that actually made her jump. Yes. And I thought, okay, I've succeeded. <laughs>
1: you know. I, you know, I don't do horror well. <laughs> um, oh, really? It's Yeah, it's extremely funny because my best friend <laughs> is a horror writer. Um, when I met him, he had, how many books did you have out? At,
2: at the time, 14.
1: Yeah. I bought them all, and I I don't do horror, but I bought them all because it was a different, I don't know, just a different type, a different spin on everything, and I actually enjoyed it. I just don't watch horror movies because of that jump out, ugly face, scary thing, and you don't know when it's gonna happen, and you don't know what's going on, and and I just, I panic. So I don't like the movies. He loves the movies, <laughs> so.
0: And it's usually always a cat at first. There's usually always a cat that scares you. <laughs> and then there's the cat afterwards. I'm not saying anything for anyone who's listened to the show, but. <laughs> oh, my God. Well,
1: you are absolutely correct on that
2: one, aren't you? <laughs> um, and something else about Princeton, too. Um, She she was a stage actress. Oh, yeah. As well. She was in a production of Steel Magnolia. Steel Magnolia. yeah. yeah. And um, when I pitched her the idea for the show, and I really wasn't pitching the idea, I never expected her to go, go write a script.
1: Go write it and we'll
2: do it. Forty years, I've been talking to other people about this. She was the only one that said, go write a script. So I did. And, um, but she is so amazing as a voice actress, I've told her this before, that no matter what the play is, it's a different character. It's her voice, but it's a different character every single time.
0: It's a different and,
1: take on things. And I yeah. do, I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I want to ask you this Crimson, because y- you you kind of lit the spark that is Doorway to Nightmare now, because you told Swan, go do it. If you want to do it, go do it. So yes. what was it about that pitch? that he gave you that you ultimately <laughs> said, you know what? Go do it. If you want to do it, I'll support you. I'll back you, but just go do it. What was it about that pitch? Because everyone has come, like I've seen Shark Tank. I've seen Dragon's Dead. I've seen pitches after pitches. And sometimes you go, oh, okay, go do it. Just get away from me. But you, you saw something in that, in him that made you think, let's do it.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I have read his writings and it was a dream of his and why not why not if you want to do something so badly in your life then you do it you take it and you run with it and knowing how good he of a writer he is and how wonderful and creative and clever he is <laughs> it's okay i'm bragging like I, you. I know it's okay <laughs> But he's my best friend, and I would want any of his dreams to come true, just like anyone. If you want something so badly, do it.
0: So let's talk about that very first episode, Harvest. Um, this is going back almost a year ago. When, re- <laughs> I said must? Re- it has it, been a long time.
1: Yes. While. <laughs> we,
0: I always love going chronological order, Swad. And so we're going all the, let's go back to the before times, as they used to say. Um, writing books and writing scripts for radio production are two different beasts in itself. Um, And I, I have, I've, I I, I start a book and then I try to write a book and it just doesn't go anywhere, but I can put pen to paper. And a conversation is much different than writing a book. Take me through that process of sitting down and actually putting pen to paper and saying, okay, X, Y, Z, this person said this, this person said this, because there's a different style of writing that you have to try to undertake when writing for radio. So, what was that process like oh, yeah. for you? Well, well, for me, it's it, it's actually quite easy. Oh, um, of course.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's most well. I mean, it's mostly it, it's it's just dialogue. So I'll hear the characters, and like I always made a joke: Why why do you write? Why are you a writer? I say to get the voices out of my head. Yeah. So um, so I'll, I'll, I'll come up with like a scene and, and I've been doing this for a while. Um, I'll actually act out the scene on my own, playing all the characters and everything, sort of getting the story together. But I write differently than most people. I start at the end.
1: He's so strange. <laughs> he literally does. He's, he has an ending already. Okay. Like, I just have to make up. I just all have right. to get to the he already has it in his mind, what he wants to do, what he knows, how it's gonna happen, and he just fills in the planks. Yeah. Like I said, he's amazing guy. Yeah.
2: And <laughs> the, I mean, the most difficult part is the the actual writing of the script is putting in all those, okay, uh, sound effect door opens up, footsteps night ambient sound or something like that, you know, because all that has to be in the script for the production. And um, ma- mainly because I'll forget <laughs> when I'm editing. Um
1: yeah you show up at my yeah. door with five
2: I, I
1: five already in one night five here I did this let's go over them. I'm like five.
0: <laughs> I barely have enough time for editing. <laughs> so how does and, that how does that work? Because You, Swan, and and then I'm going to pivot to uh, Crimson here, but when I write something, when I do something myself and I put something together, it's always hard to have someone judge it, right? It's always hard to give over that rough draft and have someone judge it. Is it easy to go up to Crimson and say, okay, tear this apart. I need to know what you actually think because we want to put out the best product. And then Crimson, is it easy for someone like yourself who's editing these, to go back to Swan and say, this was great, but it was we need some serious rewrites here. Talk it me through actually, that. Go ahead. It
1: actually is very easy. He takes oh. criticism extremely well, and I get it. I don't I don't do it in a negative way though. I'm like, oh, this is brilliant. I just could we maybe try it like this or or take that line out. It's not making sense. Let's let's do what you originally thought. And he's just like, okay. Or or he will disagree and say, no, I need this to be in there. And I'm like, okay, well, let's find a way around it. And yeah. then it's done.
2: We just edited a script for season five the other night. And first act she loved. Yeah. It was great. But apparently I kind of went off the rails on it in act two in act two just just a little bit mm-hmm. you know Grimms is in. like
0: just a little bit it it just it was a little weird <laughs>
2: just, yeah, you know. and and uh I said I'm not married to it here delete delete delete
1: delete yes, <laughs> you know and he did and he takes it on the chin because he knows that I don't mean him harm I'm trying to enhance it and make it better
2: I can i I don't mind um uh, like constructive criticism like one of my earlier books was a book called do not read this book i it was kind of a joke okay and it's not really a novel it's more like three short stories yeah. with a wraparound story yeah. well somebody reviewed it and i don't remember exactly where um but they said that uh uh did anyone else notice the inordinate amount of Misspellings and that kind of thing. Well, I kind of purposefully wrote it that way because the character is supposed to be writing this, like in a diary kind of thing. And not to disparage anyone from this area, but <laughs> uh,
1: well, I mean, no one went to Mark Twain and went.
2: Yeah, no, they're no. doing that now. They're doing that now. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I, you know, but as long as it, it, you know, if you just say. Something like, uh, you know, oh, that was just horrible.
1: Yeah, like what would make you do that? Yeah. yeah. Or, so like, you want you, you want some to?
0: constructiveness back towards why we want to change this? Now, yes, if, if
1: it go, makes you better, yes. Yeah.
0: It now, makes you better. Let's flip that around a little bit here, because Swan just said that he writes a story with the people in his minds and. He writes it like that, as a dialogue. When acting in a situation like that, when you're reading the script, it it is now taking what was in Swan's head and now putting it into Crimson's voice, which is always a bit of a tricky situation. And I guarantee you, I know where this is going and Crimson, you're gonna say, no, it's easy. It's perfect, everyone gets along. Is it always, is it easier because you guys are so good friends that you're able to take constructive criticism from Swan when he says, That's not how I potentially wanted to yes. see it.
1: And let me tell you, he does say that. He'll go, Can I stop you there? And I'm like, Well, of course you can. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, How about trying it more like this? And I listen. I say, Okay, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> and,
2: and the thing, and we well, and The thing about the show, um, and it amazes me, I think it amazes her too, we have so many people involved as actors and actresses, but they are all over the country. Uh, We got three in Colorado, one in California, one in Kansas.
1: We had one in New Jersey. Uh,
2: Yeah, we did have one in New Jersey, but life kind of caught up to him, so he wasn't able to do anymore. Um, And... We just send them the script with whatever part they're playing, they record their lines and then send them back. Wow. Which is extremely difficult for an actor anyway, because part of acting is listening.
1: Listening, yeah.
2: You don't hear the reaction, you're not gonna really know what your reaction is supposed to be. So I have been actually amazed at the (laughs) way I mean, we have a couple of actors that will do a line maybe three or four times with different inflections. And then they say, okay, you pick the best one.
1: Yeah, that takes forever. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. We,
2: we have one actor who he had five lines and the sound power was 11 minutes long.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I understand that. They're, they're trying to do their best at, yeah. to put out there.
2: Yeah, and, and basically that's all we want. We, you know, we want to put out the best show that we can, um, not only story wise but technical wise as well. Occasionally, we've had to have people re-record a lot because it just didn't quite fit in with the story.
1: Mostly technical issues. Yeah, it's humming like mostly... in the background or something. Most everyone does fantastic, and I'm so proud of our cast. Oh. So what's
2: we, the, we've got some really great
0: people what's the time frame for an episode because the the length of the episode is roughly about 20 to about 30 minutes long depending on which ones you're talking about because like i said i've been going back through the back catalog how because from moment of conception in swan's head to releasing it a friday night what is that time frame because uh, you said earlier on you've come to crimson said here's five here's five scripts so let's do all five together all at the same time
1: if he brings it over on a monday and it's just him and i tuesday evening he'll have it done like
0: more like wednesday morning
1: well wednesday morning because we're late people we stay up late
0: so Uh, like by done do you mean script done or do you mean recorded Put to bed done. No.
1: If it's just him and I in it.
2: Okay. Yes, (laughs) if it's it's just us two doing it, fairly easy. It's multiple characters, you know, we have have to to wait wait. on the sound files to get in. But editing, uh, like one show editing takes me approximately six hours to do.
1: He puts it all together, the sound files. He's amazing. I'm telling you, he he just blows my mind how um, he can do all this in no time.
0: I am flabbergasted right now, okay? Because <laughs> I've listened to it, and I'm like, this is probably taking them like a month to put together each episode, probably like oh, no. a few weeks we of didn't... recording. And you're telling me that it takes you like three days. I am now yeah, like, did. I feel <laughs> like inadequate when talking to you, okay, Swan? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It, you got to remember,
2: I have a background in radio, so I did a lot of. You radio too. That oh, okay. Well, that was back during the days when you had scissors and a piece of tape, and you know. And now it's just cut and paste. Yeah. Know, on the computer, so it makes it a lot easier. I mean, I
1: get behind sometimes, and he'll come over, and we'll record the next five plays for me. Like we'll stay up a couple hours and record the plays, and then. He's got it. So I usually do five in one night, four.
2: Yeah, four or five. around I mean, there. I remember one night we did three and I oh. went back. It was like a couple of days later. I'm listening to him and I went, this does not sound right. Oh. I panicked because I had to tell her, we're going to have to redo do those three
1: that again.
2: because Dummy here forgot to change the mic input on the
1: So it was recording off the computer and not the microphones. I was like, no! (laughs) But we still did it. We did it. It
0: was Um, fine. Again, uh, we're going to go a little bit back here. We're going to go back to that very first episode of Harvest. I'm always very cautious to put stuff out that I've done interviews. They're my babies, right? There are things that like, I I, I love them. I I think they're perfect, but I I always hate the criticism that people are going to send my way after doing this for over 400 episodes. I've gotten to the point where I'm going, okay, I'll file your criticism in the correct filing folder, which is the garbage going back to that very first episode. How hard was it to release the episode? Because this is your passion. This is what you wanted to do. This is something that you've been wanting to do for some time. And then here we go. We have to hit the publish button and we have to see where well, it goes. Can I take this real quick? Sure. Okay. She not only edits
2: the scripts, mm-hmm. after I put everything together, I'll come over here and let her listen because sometimes I need an extra set of ears to hear, uh, maybe there's a technical issue or um, there should have been a longer pause or something like that. So so she does that Hmm. as well. Um, I think the very first episode though, you just loved right off the bat.
1: I I didn't know it was gonna go from that to here, so.
2: Yeah, I mean, neither one of us knew that it would go as long as it has. Yeah. I mean, we're grateful. Yeah. I
1: mean, but putting it out there as far as difficulty, it was just like, well, we're going to try. Yeah. And it was mainly just for us anyway. So, and then from that it just went to, was, we, we need to step this up. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, we,
2: and yeah. If, listen, if you're listening to the shows in order and you're kind of a technical person, I know you, you are, um, you can almost hear the gradual progression.
1: We uh, can, at least.
2: We, yeah, <laughs> we can. We, we've gone back to uh, listen to shows and go,
1: uh,
2: uh, wish that, I'd done that. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, like, wish we would have, <laughs> yeah. But you can't go back and you can't bitch about it because it's already done.
0: But are you surprised at the reception? Because swan yourself like me uh we're radio guys we we grew up with this stuff i'm not i'm not saying that we're the exact same age i think probably about i'm 40 and i'm assuming you're not 40 but i could be wrong um are you surprised that people have gravitated towards a audio show on youtube that people seem to be going to because i'm looking at some of your numbers for some of your episodes and they are freaking fantastic i'm jealous of what you get and i'm like like <laughs> send something my way like can i come on the show just to promote <laughs> myself for five minutes sure. <laughs> like you can um, kill me off you can have me abducted by <laughs> aliens do whatever you need to <laughs> hi i'm chris brown i have a <laughs> Exactly. 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 I'm Chris Brown, not the rapper. I did not beat up Rihanna. It's okay. And then we can go from there. Yes, I know. You said that said, joke probably when I when you heard said, who was...
1: I said, do you know how I know that his real name is Chris Brown? Because nobody would stick to that name if it was a fake name. I'm sorry. I love your name.
0: Oh, I, I ran for politics once, and everyone compared me to that Chris Brown. Oh, do you beat up oh. women? I'm like, oh, God. So, yeah. Oh, man. When he first mentioned it, I was like, isn't that the guy that <laughs> gave Rihanna a black
1: eye or something? And he's like, no, it's not that one.
0: No. no. As like, you can okay, tell, I'm white. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you are I w- a very drop snow cream color.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to like as we were saying we're talking about those numbers. Are you surprised at how well it's done in a in an age where we are in TikTok world, we are in social media where everything is like 2 minutes, people are gravitating to those traditional long form storytelling again via audio.
1: Well, uh, well, I
2: think I, I think you know everything happens like for each generation, you know, there's change. Yeah, and you know, you kind of revert back. You know, some generations will revert back to another time. Like you know, well, like vinyl records are making a comeback. You know, you can go to Walmart and buy vinyl records, um, as well as record players. And I think that's what's happened here. You know, you <laughs> said you, you said earlier, I like horror movies. I like older horror movies because the stuff that's coming out to that, matter of fact, we just did a show, (laughs) uh, what, about three weeks ago?
1: Probably.
2: It will drive you crazy.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it was three weeks ago.
2: Yeah, where, um, it was sort of my statement about all of the sequels and the reboots and uh prequels and all it's like nobody has a good idea anymore, you know so and I think our stuff is original enough even though it's a throwback mm-hmm. to the uh radio drama and even the BBC in London they, they still do radio drama yeah and uh mm-hmm. uh uh what do you call them uh, I gave you that one unbelievable yeah. truth yeah Panel shows, and
1: you can listen to. I mean, if you're on the go all the time and you're driving or something, you know, you're not going to be watching anything anyway. So,
2: (laughs) and 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 that if you watch the first, like if you watch the first season, there's only a picture, the picture of the door. Yeah, and and that's it. Yeah, we changed that. And (laughs) she was the one that convinced maybe we could throw a few pictures in. And I said. You know, that's well and good. I don't want to put too much information out because you're supposed to use your imagination, which I don't think people do enough of nowadays.
1: But I'm still a visual audio person. Yeah. Like, I want to see yeah. something sometimes.
2: So now I have to edit twice.
1: Big <laughs>
2: <smiles>. <laughs> The First, the audio part, and then I do the video part, and I let her watch the video, and she'll make the suggestions. And oh, Can He's you... Like, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that's easy to do cuz the program's already there. All I got to do is go in and just change it. So, it really doesn't take that long to do. So,
0: what's been the biggest surprise that you've both learned about yourself over this last 50 episodes? And for those who are listening to this right now, we 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 are recording this on June 17th. So, there are probably a few episodes after after uh, we've released this that have been come out. So, this is being recorded on episode um, June 15th, uh, 17th, sorry. So what have you learned about both yourselves? And we'll start with Crimson on this because uh, as an actress who has been done, who's done work through theater, which is very a in-person, in uh, in a theater production, doing it to a microphone is such a different, eclectic, uh, unique experience. What have you learned about yourself during this experience with, uh, with Swan?
1: That I still use hand gestures and I still make weird, weird movements while I'm recording because the passion is still inside of you you're putting it to the listener's ear but it doesn't make you move any less different um that and this is way easier than theater yeah
2: <laughs> well um, unless I'm killing you and then it's uh, a little
1: difficult well I mean <laughs> okay. I almost
2: drowned the other night I did
1: almost drown but yeah, we do our own su- uh, it, sound effects.
0: Okay, so, I was like, in real life, like was Swan holding you underneath the bathtub just not, to get the proper audio? <laughs> you tell what in? you did.
1: <laughs> no, his hand was not on me, but you know, we have to have this drowning scene, and like in this show, he's pushing my head underwater, and so I dunked my head in this huge bowl of water, and I'm like. <laughs> and then i sucked the shit ton up up my nose and i was like hold on a minute i'm seriously drowning hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's fun I, I know that sounds weird saying that after that sentence but <laughs> but it's fun. it's just you get to be creative and no one sees you doing these silly antics and nobody knows what you go through to get these takes and it's just Two best friends having fun
0: <laughs> so on the flip side there sorry i want to i just want i need to clarify i need to ask this follow-up question to what just crimson just said so swan how have you wanted to kill crimson lately is there anything that's <laughs> on the future like <laughs> i
2: think i've just about done it in every way imaginable now yes um, has that came out yet yeah every day's has oh, okay. already been right. released yeah, yeah and every
1: day he has to continue to kill me daily it's, you, you have to listen to it, but it was bacon grease, a shotgun, the um, dragon, axe. an ax. um,
2: Choking. Choking. Yes.
1: Choking. Um, I think
0: that was about it. So the natural yeah. progression question to that after that is to Crimson, how are you still friends with someone who is uh, having fun killing you on a regular basis?
1: You know, I'm, I've been called eccentric before, so I think that's just, I don't know. I'm a strange one, Mr. Grinch. That's all I can say. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, well, it, you know, we, we did this for fun. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was
2: basically, that's all it was designed to be, something... Fun uh, for us to do, and we've had a great time doing it. Absolutely. And we're going to continue to do it as long as one, we can
1: come up with the scripts, and you can come up with the two, scripts,
2: two, we have enough people involved. Because the one thing I did not really want is uh, like a storytelling kind of time with the same voices, yeah, you know, every episode. Mm-hmm. It's you know, so we. <clears throat> Kind of changed our voices. Like we have a uh, uh, sort of a series, a running series throughout the whole thing mm-hmm. called Haunting. It mm-hmm. started with Haunting is Hard and went on to do uh, Haunting Takes a Vacation, Haunting Takes a Test. Uh, the one tonight was Haunting's Uninvited. It. So it's a continuing series. Well, she plays Dorothy uh, in it. And Just by using her voice, I can tell, okay, that's Dorothy. But if you go back to, say, The Woods, The Wonderful Woods, that was was a much different character.
1: Or the one with the Chevy key. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, What was that called? Uh, Uh, A Dangerous Dangerous Game. Game.
2: A Dangerous Game, yeah. That was just another uh, two-person little thing. I like the multi-character ones, especially, well... The only one I had trouble with was Red Hat Society.
1: Oh my God! Well, how many characters were in that? Like a million.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I stupidly write a, a, a script that had seven. Count them, seven female, female characters, characters, and we only had two, two. female <laughs> actresses.
1: So I was like, "Hey, we want well, one girl." At the the um shop down the down the way yeah. and we got her to do a voice. <laughs> we're wow. just trying to, you know, go fishing for people and say, hey, would you like to do this, hey? And we're great talkers, so.
2: You the, certainly you are. The, the response has been fantastic. They're fantastic. You know, we love we love all of our actors and
1: actresses. Yes, so. they're wonderful.
2: Of course, we have our favorites, you know, but. You're not
1: supposed <laughs> to say that.
2: But everybody has just been great in it. You know, I mean, they, they have fun too. We, we, they have said. You know, we're we're having fun too. Send us more.
0: <laughs> so to follow up on the question that I had asked Crimson a while back, but I want to ask Swan this as well. What have you learned about yourself? What have you learned about your writing style? Your ability to tell these type of stories, to continue to tell these stories. What have you learned?
2: Oh man. when you asked her that she was easy I'm a little more difficult with that question because I've had so much happen in my own personal life that I find it I guess easy to put a story like if I think about it and put it on paper I pretty much it's like a a self-form of exorcism (laughs) because literally my the very first book I wrote was called The Convincer, and I based it on two actual serial killers—a conglomeration of two serial
1: killers. That was such a naughty book.
2: I know, and no, if you're under thirty-five, you shouldn't. Yeah, it.
1: stay away from it.
2: But uh, <laughs> it took me about four years, but I had the idea of one scene for years prior to actually sitting down and writing, and I. I I've learned that if if I can if I can take control of the story I can sit down and write it but there has been times when I'll go for a couple of weeks and not write a work and it's just things <laughs> it's, things are happening yeah, you know life happens. life happens right and um but if I really put my mind to it I can I've just worked that uh, Sydney Chase episode the other night
1: so you've learned so, about yourself that you are absolutely and fantastic <laughs> and are. I've
2: always said I'm not an actress <laughs> no I was radio but I'm not an actor.
1: you get up when uh, you're telling stories too and you make the hand gestures and you're like and she said in a dark, deep voice, ha, da, da, da. you do the same shit I do. Yes, I, do. <laughs> I,
0: I will, I will agree with Crimson because you both have been using your hands very actively through this entire interview. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. and we're not
1: Jewish. Don't say that. Sorry. Are you going off the Mel Brooks film? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, you can't say that. That's not right. Oh. But, uh,
0: sometimes sometimes it's just what we say sometimes you say things you regret two minutes later but that's the way the world is these days yeah
1: um, i know i know more than anyone that
0: <laughs> I, I want that's that. why
2: she's such a good editor because she keeps up with everything i'll throw something in and she'll say you you, you can't yeah. No, not with what's happening right now yeah. okay you gotta change Okay,
0: you've opened up a Pandora's box, and I want to play in that box for a few minutes if you're okay with that. Oh, boy! I want to go,
1: too!
0: (laughs) Let's do it! Um, Doing a radio show like this, it can be a touchy subject for some people. Death issues around uh, certain things. Is there ever a moment when you're about to put out an episode and something has changed in the world that you say, okay, maybe we have to wait for this episode for about eight months, or maybe we don't put out this episode because with the gun shooting in Texas right now, there's a lot of uh, gun violence talk. So has there ever been a moment when you've had to sort of hold back what the story is that you're wanting to tell?
1: I I would say yes for
0: one, but... My memory is
2: a Which one? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, and you don't need to tell me what it was about. Yeah. Don't have to tell me that yeah, because yeah. I don't want to put you in an awkward position. But I want to know yeah. uh, on that, do you ever, do you, do you have to be careful how you write stories in 2022 because you, Swan. You and I, we listened to these 1970 CBS shows, and we remember them, right? They like yeah. nothing was off limits. Like everything was everything, right? Like it was a little bit right. more PC, but it was it was what it was. In 2022, you can offend anyone by saying the wrong one word, and it just goes left field. So, as a writer, is it hard to write to the the year that we're in?
1: I would say nine times out of ten, we don't give a shit yeah like but there is that one time out of ten that
2: yeah maybe maybe, maybe we, we shouldn't really this. yeah we we'll think uh, uh, the, the, the
1: dynamic the, the dynamic
2: you know, <laughs> no, and the I, and story I, might be the same, but
0: the approach to. And, and I'm not yet again not trying to blow smoke about anyone's ass here but it seems like you actually have fun doing this and it's so refreshing to listen to this these stories and go holy crap these guys are demented because with some of the stuff they put out there and then you talk to them like you're doing right now and you go but wait what, this isn't what I heard on YouTube last <laughs> night when I was going to bed what is this so
1: we're not crazy. We just have overactive imaginations. Yeah. And we use them fervently.
2: So, one of my favorite episodes is actually uh, one in the second season or third Rampage.
1: Rampage. Oh, yeah.
2: She did such a fantastic job. And you were talking about being politically correct and all that, especially with what's going on with the gun violence. This is a story about a woman who's killing people with a knife on the street. But after I'd written it, she edited it, we did it, I put it together, and I was listening to it, uh, I don't know, a few weeks ago, just driving home. And I actually started crying at the end because I was feeling empathy for the character that she was playing. She just did it so well. Um, because not to give the ending away if nobody's, if you haven't no, heard it Yeah, give the yet. ending away, make no. them listen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you have to listen to the ending, but
2: it really, even though I wrote it, it her performance is uh, what kind of got me to that level. Uh, and then, of course, it happened to you when you did It Will Drive You Crazy and Dave.
1: Oh, <laughs> yes, I don't want to talk about it.
2: Okay, oh, yes. right. <laughs>
1: Yes, Ray. The character was, Ray. His name was Dave But yes I love okay.
0: he's my friend He's <laughs> your friend uh, So we're going we're gonna to start wrapping up here And I want to start with this okay. For my listeners And we have listeners like I said from coast to coast to coast and the UK Down in Australia um, Before I ask you where they can find more information About you and where they can listen What episodes should they start with? What episode would you say is the one that, if you're going to, because you, you were like, should we really go back to Harvest? Well, I'm always one that always likes to start at number one. But for all you, right. what would be the one that you would say, if you really want to see what we're all about, start with this episode? And I want you both to give me an answer on this.
1: They're so different. They're so
0: different.
2: Yeah, I mean. There's like. There's... We love them all.
1: There's, there's like horror in some and then there's like mystery and thriller and vampires and werewolves and there's like different pieces and parts and witches and craziness it,
2: i i think if you wanted to i mean just randomly start with one to basically hear a good technical and a good performance it would have to be the woods, woods so the I'm wonderful the woods.
1: woods that's what i was thinking
2: which was uh i think second season
1: yeah, I don't
2: know. I, I don't remember. I don't know the, the number. Se- yeah, I think it was. Uh, no, it wasn't. The
0: second season, second season yes, episode three.
2: Yes, it was. Yeah, it was the second season because we did that one to get a <laughs> little, to get a little personal. We both caught the virus. Her a little more than me and
1: yeah i was hospitalized it was crap uh, man it
2: was yeah it was horrible and she came off that we did the woods the wonderful woods while she was still on the oxygen
1: yeah uh, yeah yeah. it was a rough one but i loved it it was so much fun and i couldn't not like what am i gonna do just lay in bed all day being like oh i'm sick no no gotta get shit done
2: (laughs) she's a trooper a, She's certain- a trooper. <laughs> How could be they- I think we would both agree that Woods
0: the Wonderful
1: the was, Words could yeah. be the one
0: to actually start with. Start with, yeah. Just to see some stories. And I will say this to anyone who's listening to this right now or watching this: listen to all of them. Honestly, I've been going through them and they have been fantastic. I know one just released today. Um, and I literally saw it was per, like literally got dropped while we started recording this. So I'm like, I'm missing a new episode already. So I have to. I like I was like, I I need, I need to stop the conversation and listen to it. Um, but. For, For those who want to listen to it, um, the link uh, to the I'm going to say this right doorway to nightmare uh, YouTube channel will be in the show notes. So if you're listening to this in your car right now, please pull over before you start looking at the show notes. Please do not try to do that while you're driving. (laughs) And where else can they find more information about this great uh, group, the the, the friendship that is Crimson and Swan? We're
1: um, thinking about doing some videos. So maybe some upcoming videos. Yeah. Um
2: and this is all her idea too. Okay. Uh, completely her idea. If, um, Crimson and Swan. Yeah. Swan uh, and Crimson. Just sort of a kind of a talking about it. You know, we'll put them up and
1: Oh, we have to do the chicken wing thing.
2: Yeah. It's I'm sorry. Well that's what You'll see Chase. later. Yeah, this
1: is <laughs> it's Sydney Chase and Alex, and it's the chicken wing thing.
2: Yeah, and we're also working on working on spinning off to Sydney Chase. We've got yeah. we've got episodes done. We've got the scripts done. It's just a matter of uh, getting a few more episodes in before we actually release them. And uh, so it's we're kind of doing double duty now with both Doorway yeah. and now Sydney
1: Chase. Yeah.
2: Sydney Chase was a character I actually wrote for her. Uh-huh. It's a Sherlock Holmes kind of thing without the deductive reasoning or anything plays a private detective i play her friend the doctor oh, i have
1: deductive reasoning
2: yeah i know you do but <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> it, it was
2: just it, we just had so much fun doing it yes
1: and- it was it's fantastic yeah. i love the sydney chase ones and the haunting ones because yeah. he plays fred he plays the little ghost that Bless is hard. That's what we say in the south. Bless
2: is hard. Oh, yeah, I'm here. Bless. Get out of here, kid. <laughs>
0: um, the links to the show, your uh, YouTube channel, will be in the show notes. Uh, Winslow has Twitter, which will be linked in the show notes as well. So, I high, highly recommend that you go out and uh, follow him. Um, before I leave, I've got to ask the million-dollar question. You've already answered it a little bit, but I want to know more what's next what's next on the horizon for the night uh, doorway to nightmare is it is it more of the same are you going to be more uh working on sydney are you going to be doing both at the same time because uh, you guys are you seem to be putting out a lot of great content so what's next
1: we're going to be doing both at the same time and working on the videos that we've been talking about yeah
2: yeah um it i i told her in the beginning i will i will go as long as everybody remains interested in it if we get the actors that will do it because you know it's, people will do some and then they'll kind of drop away they have other projects they're doing or whatever and we have to recast or yeah. something like that but it's fine with us yeah. you
1: know we we'll find more people
2: and Yeah, it really comes across. I've told everybody, have fun with it.
1: Yes. Mm. We will do it until we're dead. Yeah. Because it's fun, (laughs) and we enjoy it.
0: And you guys see, it seems like you enjoy it, and like I said, at first, I was like, okay, what have I gotten myself into when I was listening to some of these stories? I'm like, this is gonna be interesting. This is fun, and then you guys were so bubbly, and I'm like, wait, like, two and two does not (laughs) equal four in this situation. Um, I'm (laughs) Like I said, you have a fan up here in Calgary, Alberta. I'm so looking forward to future episodes of uh, Doorway to Nightmare and Sydney as well. So um, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for taking an hour out of your busy night and just sitting down and chatting with me about your show, what the future holds and how uh, two friends can actually put together something that has made an impact on this world in some sense. So thank you.
1: I really appreciate that and thanks for having us yes thank
0: you thank you really really enjoyed it when's this going (laughs) to air that will be airing this will be airing on the 28th of June on where YouTube all Spotify. so it will be on Spotify podcast Apple podcast uh, uh, Stitcher YouTube oh my god where's the other one where's the other one where's the other one where's the other one one? (laughs) Other platforms where you can get your radio shows that I can't remember right now because I just yeah. had chemo yeah. treatments today. Okay. <laughs> so. you,
1: you, you are like tech savvy, yeah. Right? He does all the tech. I just I just do whatever I do. YouTube,
2: Stitcher, Spotify, that's Apple Podcasts. I,
0: do I, I can't fathom the rest of Google it. Play. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot Google Play. How did I forget Google Play? Amazon yeah. Podcasts. You can get it on there as well. With our you
1: can get his books on Amazon as well.
0: There you yeah. go, which we will yeah. be having Swan on again to talk about his books, but I That's wanted to so talk sweet. about these as okay. well. So with that, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to another great episode Absolutely. of the Cross-Border Interviews thank with Crystal Brown. Have yourself an excellent day. And remember everyone, get out from behind the social media for about 10 minutes each day and go have a conversation with somebody. It does make the world better. It does help our society and it helps us grow as a human race. So with that, have yourself an excellent day. And remember everyone.